This is Against All Enemies, a show about threats to American democracy. Political violence is on the rise. An alarming percentage of Americans believe they may have to take up arms against their neighbors. Some are already doing so. Against All Enemies highlights the activities of extremist organizations and their enablers. Our goal is to educate, not to alarm. The threats are real. But if we know what we are up against, together we can beat them. It's Ken Harbaugh with Against All Enemies on the Midas Touch Network. There is more reporting coming out about Project 2025, a thousand-page blueprint drafted by the Heritage Foundation to destroy whatever democratic safeguards now exist to rein in executive power. It's all aimed at making sure that if Donald Trump or someone like him is elected next year, that person will not be restrained in any meaningful way. It's truly terrifying stuff, and I wanted to bring Mike Breen back on to talk about it. He's an Army combat vet, now the CEO of Human Rights First, and has become a regular on this show. First, here's a helpful intro to Project 2025 from The Readout. Crackpots, insurrectionists, and weekend terrorists are laying the groundwork to turn our government into a Trumpist nightmare if the former president somehow manages to get back into the White House in 2024. The AP reports on the plan laid out by a Project 2025, a government in waiting for Trump's return. Quote, the idea is to have the civic infrastructure in place on day one to commandeer, reshape, and do away with what Republicans deride as the deep state, firing as many as 50,000 federal workers. The goal is to oust employees they believe are standing in the way of the president's agenda and replacing them with like-minded individuals. That should sound familiar since it's directly linked to Donald Trump's authoritarian plans overall. The New York Times reported in July that Trump and his associates have a broader goal to alter the balance of power by increasing the president's authority over every part of the federal government that now operates by either law or tradition with any measure of independence from political interference by the White House. Numerous former Trump officials are involved with Project 2025, and look, it's not some shadowy behind-the-scenes effort. It's been open about its plans to gut worker protections and dismantle environmental protections. It includes their plans to make pushing right-wing Christianity the federal government's job. It's all in there, in the nearly 1,000-page playbook calling on the next president to maintain a, quote, biblically-based, science, social science-reinforced definition of marriage and family. As Guthrie Grace Fitzsimmons writes for MSNBC, concerned about policies of this kind aren't only about the possible return of Donald Trump to office. This is about the next Republican president, whoever it may be, is going to be pushing Christian nationalism. So, Mike, we've got this reporting out about Project 2025. I'm shocked that there hasn't been more of it. But that clip that we just saw ends with this warning about Christian nationalism. For those who are unfamiliar with the term, can you just give a layman's definition of, of what that is and, and why it's dangerous to democracy? Yeah, sure. Uh, and, and happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, <laughs> I mean, essentially, Christian national, and people can give you a more technical definition, but it's essentially a rejection of the idea of separation of church and state, right? This is an idea that the federal government ought to be using its power to uh, drive uh, a certain interpretation of Christian values as social policy. And that equates to everything from how we educate our children uh, to what you can go to jail for in this country, right? 
uh, a complete break with the founding fathers, a complete break with the First Amendment. Um, you know, this is the idea that we ought to move in the direction of being a religious country uh, in, in a governmental sense. Um, it's not a new idea. Uh, it's an idea that's come up, you know, here and there. It's it's the same kind of thread of American politics that, you know, wanted to criminalize teaching evolution in the past and that kind of thing. Um, so it's not new, uh, but it's taken a particularly dangerous form, I think, recently. It's certainly not new, but until the rise of MAGA and Trumpism, it seemed at least like a a fringe idea, this idea of knocking down any barrier between church and state. In fact, even evangelical churches through, you know, much of the the sixties and seventies into the eighties, we had uh Kristen Dumay on the show and Angela Danker. They were very wary about getting that involved in politics. But something fundamental has shifted. And now you have groups like the Heritage Foundation, which is behind Project 2025 being so influenced by eschatological thinking and uh, Christian nationalist ideals that, you know, not only is that that wall being destroyed, they're talking about religion driving government, religious ideology driving uh, policy and Christian nationalism being the rallying cry. Yeah. And, and this is not a fringe thing. And I think that's a really important key point, right? This is Project 2025, as I understand it, we're talking about a 2020, $22 million effort, at least. Um, 75 organizations have signed on to this thing. It's it's being run by deep established organizations like the Heritage Foundation. Um, so there's nothing, there's nothing fringe about it at all. I mean, this is a coordinated, focused attempt to learn from past, what they would perceive as past mistakes. And, and I think the most uh, forward way to say it is that, that the total incompetence of the first Trump administration, their, their incompetence at actually governing the country to learn from that and to try to create a machine that can dismantle the federal bureaucracy at a very fundamental level. And that can effectively neuter Congress. This is one of the things I find really striking about it. Um, the people involved in this effort talk about Congress as an imperial Congress, which is a strange contradiction in terms, right? I mean, Congress is the people's house but they want to take Congress's power away and move it into the, into the hands of the president, take the department of justice's power away and move that into the hands of the president. Uh, so it's a very imperial effort to, to consolidate power. They might have a very willing agent in the new speaker of the house. And just to remind folks, that is a position that puts its holder two heartbeats away from the presidency. And in Mike Johnson, you have an avowed Christian nationalist. He has described America not as a democracy, but as a biblical republic. So this this idea that that the Heritage Foundation is is working from the outside, trying to to influence politicians, is only half the story. They actually they've they've won already in a sense, placing people like Mike, Mike Johnson in positions of incredible influence. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, that's absolutely right. It's. I mean, I feel like I need a time machine, you know, back to the days when we were arguing about repealing prohibition so we could get a beer after work and whether, you know, women could vote. I mean, it's at that level of kind of theocracy that I think these folks are operating. And they have they have taken a great deal of power. Um, 
I think it's a strange contradiction. This is simultaneously an incredibly well thought out, well financed, detailed plan to dismantle American democracy effectively. And incredibly unlikely to work in a lot of ways that I think that doesn't make it better. You know, I, I don't think this would go smoothly. I think there are a lot of things about this that immediately contradict themselves. Um, you know, you want to take a tougher position on China, for example, and dismantle the national security state at the same time. You know, the FBI can't collect intelligence, but let's be tough on China. I mean, none of this is going to work, uh, but that doesn't make it any better. I mean, it, it just creates uh, an even more dangerous situation if you think about the national security of the country. Um, but it's clearly not a joke. And there's a lot of money and there are a lot of people behind this thing. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've got a quick break here, but I need a favor first. Shows like this depend on your support. Please, if you can spare five seconds, click the link to the podcast version of the show below and leave us a five-star review. It really does help. Thanks. You said that they have learned a lot from the first Trump administration and all of the failures that that administration experienced. But there seems to be this, this admission that in many ways, Trump's ideas were right on, but the implementation was stymied by people in government who would not let him play fast and loose with the Constitution or with the law. And the solution is is less to uh, to make Trump a better president than to remove all of those safeguards and roadblocks that got in his way the first time. I think that's really well said. You know, you, you, we're talking about Trump. You're talking about... Here's, here's a candidate for president who's facing over 90 criminal counts in more than four, was it four separate indictments for his, for his conduct. And his answer to that uh, is a campaign theme that the Washington Post described as retribution, right? Running around the country talking about how he's going to throw his political opponents and traitors in, in jail, including his former chief of staff and, and people like that. And a policy project that essentially amounts to let's get all the, let's get all the people who, who care about the law out of the government. Help us marry those, those two separate ideas, those two efforts. You have Project 2025, which is mapped out. It's a thousand page plan. Um, and it doesn't overtly call for things like camps to hold political enemies, those kinds of things. On the other hand, it's in support of a, a president it says it's in support of whoever the next Republican is, but uh, let's be realistic. The nominee is going to be Trump. It's in support of a president who has talked about putting the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff on trial, who has talked about uh, camps to hold um, to hold immigrants in, uh, who has talked about political retribution, as you said, on a massive scale. When you have that, the kind of organizational infrastructure that the Heritage Foundation brings with something like Project 2025 and the the cruelty and venality of someone like President Trump, who's who's not hiding it. It's a pretty deadly combo. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And they've been clear their first target is the Department of Justice and the FBI. And what does that mean? They want to, and I, this is what they're saying, right? They want to eliminate the independence of the Department of Justice. The specific kind of independence they're talking about is prosecutorial discretion and independence. The Department of Justice making its own decisions, independent of political leaders who are elected, like the president, about who to charge with crimes, who to prosecute, 
who to send to prison, right? They want to put that power directly in the hands of the president. The president that they're thinking about, of course, the Republican frontrunner, running around the country talking about how he wants to throw his political opponents in jail. So you don't have to, this is not that subtle, right? Meanwhile, they're also, you know, according to Politico, they're scouring social media accounts and public records to rule out heretics. That's the way Politico put it, right? So they're, they're doing research on people's beliefs, voting patterns, things like that, what they say on, on social media to try to make sure that they don't staff the government with anybody who might have a problem with that. Yeah. That's, that's scary. We just had uh, Stuart Stevens on the show. I think we're probably going to air the interview after we air this one, but his latest book, The Conspiracy to End America, details five aspects of creeping authoritarianism that are met in America today. It's really scary stuff. But the one that that really is most alarming to me is the legal architecture to justify that kind of authoritarianism. And that requires think tanks and institutional support and people from places <laughs> like Yale Law School and the Heritage Foundation to provide the legal framework for the outrages that, you know, the the otherwise crude political hacks would uh, would would carry out uh, anyway, but the the think tanks and you know the heritage foundations out there give them the legal cover. Does does it shock you that we're at that point where people that that we went to school with uh, and some great legal minds are rationalizing this now? I mean, on a, on a personal level, sure. You know, I, I know a lot of these people. So do you. Right. We, you know, we we've had debates and, and in some cases, friendships and our kids know each other going back a decade or more. Yeah. On the other hand, if you look at the rise of most authoritarian movements around the world and historically, there are a lot of lawyers involved every single time. Um, it's it's the papering over of the crimes. It's the understanding how to dismantle and reshape the bureaucracies that you need to control in order to control a, a, a country, a state. That's that's lawyer stuff. Um, and and they've signed up for it, you know, just enough of them. It doesn't take that many. It's just take a few people who, who want to commit arson, you know, and firefighters make the best arsonists, right? Uh, and it only takes a few of them. Yeah. Well, Mike, we'll keep revisiting Project 2025. I think everyone needs to be uh, aware of of the plan not all thousand pages, but the broad outlines by the, by themselves are, are pretty terrifying. And, and we're going to, we're going to raise the alarm. Thanks for helping us do it. Talk to you next week. Really appreciate what you're doing, Ken. Thanks. 